Welcome into another episode of the Picune Preview Podcast. Me and Ricky Whitaker going to get you ready for Catholic High coming in. Week two for the Picune Maroon Tide. Maroon Tide got off to an incredible start a week ago with a big win on the road over at Brandon. And Slick, hate to say uh, a step up in competition, but that's potentially what Picune will see in Catholic High, which is certainly a mouthful when you think about what Brandon was a week ago. Maybe two or three notches up, Clay, and, and that's no disrespect to Brandon or any of Picayune's opponents in the future after this game Friday night, but it's just a different type of football, man. In Louisiana, you know, they, they have their, their districts. This is going to be a 5A team, but anytime you're paying tuition to, to, to go to a school, you're not pulling that homegrown talent from the area. You can pull from anywhere, so this is going to be a team, man. It's going to be loaded top to bottom. When you mentioned tuition, I think when we looked, it was around uh, twelve, five, or thirteen a uh, thirteen thousand a year to send a person to Catholic High out of Baton Rouge. Man, what a blessing this is for uh, Picune fans and and really fans from across the state to be able to see how this Picune team matches up. It's a scheduling dream these first two weeks. We talked about it last week, but this is certainly a treat uh, to be able to start the year this way. No, I think you said it, man. It's an absolute treat to be able to have two quality opponents on your schedule for the first two weeks of the season. And, you know, I think really kind of a repeat from last week, Clay, it's still, it's a perspective thing, right? It's a big opponent. Uh, you could potentially see some national implications come from uh, beating a team like this. But I think at the end of the day, man, it's going to be a pretty loose environment for Picayune like it usually is. And um, I think our, our team will be up for the challenge for sure. Yeah, let's talk about that challenge. Let's talk about um, some of the history that's going to go along with Catholic High School and, and some of their gaudy stuff that they're going to bring over here when it comes to recent uh, records and their long-storied history over in Louisiana. So they're a team, Clay, in that Louisiana ranks that's predicted to play for a state title or go really deep every year. They've won five state championships uh, as a program, 26 district titles. Uh, their last state title was in 2021. And a lot of uh, famous guys, right, as we would know as being football guys from this area. So work done. He prepped here. Travis Minor, Darius Geis, uh, Clyde Edwards-Hilaire, and I'm just naming a few of the running backs. There's been a lot more than that. They're, they're going to come into this game ranked number three in the state of Louisiana and according to a couple of different polls we looked at, AHS and the NFL's Play Football website, they're ranked 54th nationally. So started out the season 49th nationally, dropped to 54 because they didn't play a true first game. Uh, they did have a jamboree game last week against Madison Prep. They won that one 7-6, to six, but this is going to be their, their first real game. And a year ago, they were 11-2 uh, overall, 5-0 and in region play, and only lost in the regular season to a team out of Baltimore, uh, Maryland. So... That kind of tells you the, the type of teams that they play. Lost in that, that state semifinal to John Curtis, 24-21. to 21. So this is a team that's that's going to be locked and loaded again for this year. Yeah, it should be, uh, as we've said already multiple times, an incredible matchup because we truly believe that Picune's defense, um, based on what we've been able to see, what we saw a week ago, will match up and be able to play with anybody. I think the offense and the rushing attack that Chris Davis and that offensive line were able to put together a week ago going to be able to hold their own against anybody. That certainly will be tested 
What do you think slick about Picune having a real full game under its belt and then Catholic only having a half or a jamboree style matchup a week ago? Do you think that plays into effect in this ball game? It's always an interesting dynamic, Clay, because, yeah, you've got a game under your, your belt already. That was a very physical, uh, emotional game last week. Sometimes that can be viewed as, you know, we've we've got so pumped for our first game. Now the second one, we're sleepwalking a little bit. I, I know Coach Stogner and his staff's not going to let that happen to that team. But, you know, when you look at Catholic, they've got film on us uh, for a real game. So that's going to be a benefit for them. And now they're ready to get back to their first game of football. So their their intensity level coming in is going to be very similar to where Picunes was last week. Hey, we're ready to play football now. Yeah, and uh, just the different storylines kind of weaved in uh, between these first two weeks. We said it's been a, a broadcaster's dream. When you're looking at personnel-wise, we've certainly blanketed the coverage on Picune. If there's a young man on the a Picune roster that we haven't talked about uh, so far in these first few podcast episodes we apologize to him but i think we've covered every position group and our personnel pretty well if you want to go back and listen to one of those but let's dig into the the bears or the cur dogs we've we've heard them called both uh both ways let's dig in to some of their personnel some key losses from a year ago we'll start there slick and then we'll talk about what they're going to put on the turf at lee triplet on friday night the biggest loss coming into this game, Clay, is going to be their their big five-star receiver, uh, Shelton, Shelton Sampson Jr. He's at LSU, and um, he, he's going to be a big loss for them. But, man, coming back, they've got a lot of good stuff coming back. Starting with a four-year starter at quarterback, the kid played as a freshman, Daniel Bill, 6'3", 200 pounds, an All-State guy. Uh, over 2,623 yards last year, 42 touchdowns, 61% completion rate. Uh, owns six of the school records for the quarterbacks. He's committed to play for ULL. I believe that was as recent as uh, 625 of this year. He's made that commitment, but uh, a lot of other looks from other schools as well. Really looked at as being one of the more underrated quarterbacks, not just in the state of Louisiana, but also nationally. And then behind him, or sometimes alongside of him, depending on how they line up, is going to be senior running back uh, Barry Remo II, 5'8", 190 pounds, runs a 4'4 in the 40 thousand yard rusher he's been described by some people clay as the the clone of Clyde Edwards Hilaire a guy that we mentioned earlier that's kind of scary to think about he's got several college offers he's going to get some good receivers back um, wide receiver Bradley Wright uh, Amari Clayton Cohen LeBlanc uh, I think Wright has a southeastern offer most of these guys do track do the long jump things like that and then uh, their offensive line and this is going to be what's going to be to me the most interesting part so far with them clay is is Irvin Smith. He's the youngster that's the only guy returning on the, the offensive line as a starter. 6'3", 275. Been invited to play in the gridiron, gridiron football underclassman All-American Combine, which is a pretty good thing to get invited to for a young athlete. So that offensive line, not a whole lot of guys returning there. Yeah, and that could be a really key point. You know, if you had to say the best group, which is a hard group to kind of pinpoint when Picune's been so good through recent years, but it'd be a hard argument, right, if you didn't pick uh, that defensive front with a five-star lead in the way and with the support that, that he gets from J.B., Mac Williams, Tristan Cooper, big 
uh, Mike Smith, and you're going to plug some guys in uh, there that can really play. So that test of a young offensive line getting their first real snaps against this defensive line going to be a lot of fun to watch. And if that's not a favorable matchup for Picayune, then we're in trouble. There's no way around that. So that's going to be a fun one to kind of keep an eye on when you tune in uh, for that 6.30 pregame on, on Friday night. We'll dig a little deeper into that. But defensively, what do the uh, Bears have? Particularly coming back, I know you got like a guy on the back end of that defense. Let's start there, and then we'll go up front. But let's start uh, from the back to the front with their uh, secondary player. So the, the kid, Clay, who jumps out uh, even on some of the early film is uh, their safety, Blaine Bradford, 6'2", just under 200 pounds, only a sophomore. I mean, did a lot as a freshman, and he's got a ton of Power 5 offers, probably more. If we tried to name them all, Clay, I'd have a whole sheet of paper filled out here, but most noteworthy, um, but most of the SEC schools have offered him. Oklahoma recently, uh, as far out, you know, Pac-12 schools as well. So he's been offered by a lot. He's a big kid. He's going to be a, be a big part of their defense. Uh, defensive back Jaden Wood and defensive line Blair Russo, those two guys along with Barry Remo, the running back that we named, those three young men were invited to play in the Gridiron Football All-American Bowl game. So three kind of award winner guys coming together for their, their senior class. And Going with Jaden Wood, he's six six foot, 180 pounds, kind of rangy, um, could play down more of like a nickel corner, so almost like an outside linebacker position, but really going to operate more at the cornerback position. And Blair Russo, not the biggest guy on their D-line, 5'10", 240, but he's a wrestler. And uh, he's quick. He's got great leverage, uh, really pops on film. So defense is going to be pretty stout for this uh, Catholic school. It's interesting, really, when you look to back-to-back -back weeks that Picune will take on a young safety. And last week, it was the Ashley kid. This week, it is the Blair Bradford kid. Last week, the kid had already garnered a Florida State offer. And now, you've got a sophomore who's got a ton, as you said, Power 5 offers. So, that's really unique. I think that the defense for Picune kind of looks at that. You've got some phenomenal players on the defense and on the offense that don't have the stars, don't have uh, the offers, and get a chance to kind of match up and prove themselves once again against a team that's going to walk in with all kinds of potential D1 players. Yeah, no, there, there's no doubt about that. I mean, they'll, they'll have plenty of reasons to get up for this game, and, and I'm not going to back off of what I've said last week. I still think that our defensive line and our defense as a whole uh, can, can play with any team that lines up against them in the state or even outside of the state, in this case in Louisiana, they'll be able to keep us in any game, Clay. But I think the, the biggest thing for Picayune tonight or going forward into, into Friday night, starting tonight with practice and throughout the week is we got to clean up those turnovers and penalties. We, we're, I don't think we're, we're going to be able to win a game like this if we play as sloppy as we did offensively a week ago. Yeah, I think the coaching staff would certainly agree with you. I got a chance to get out to practice um, earlier this week, and it was a, a spirited affair, so I don't think there'll be any letdown uh, in intensity. You'll get a chance to visit with momentarily head coach Hudson Fuller. He's a first-year head coach. I think he'll be a treat for our listeners uh, to be able to hear you uh, kind of chop it up with. One thing that jumps out about this group, jumps out about our group, I'll brag on our group 
as well. When you study them and when you go find uh, social media stuff about particularly these young men and Coach Fuller and our guys, the respect that they hold for whoever's interviewing them, the way that uh, that they carry themselves in, inside of these opportunities with the media. It's really, you know, when you look at the world and so much that's going wrong, I think these are two groups uh, that you can kind of point an eye to or an ear to and say, boy, they really handle themselves in the right way when they're being asked questions or being interviewed in any uh, way. It's been a, it's been cool, Slick, some of the stuff that you've shared with me to be able to study uh, Catholic and then to see our own guys and the way that they handle themselves with such class. Yeah, no doubt, Clay. Our, our guys do a lot, of, a lot of study and there's a lot of time spent Oh, and as you say at the old huddle machine, looking at their opponent, they'll be they'll be doing their studying, and you know I think what they're going to find, really to your point, uh, those guys compose themselves very well, and that usually plays over on the field. Uh, I look for Catholic to be a very fundamentally sound team. I think they're going to do all the little things very very well. Speaking of little things, and it's not little, on one of the things you sent me to help me uh, kind of prep and study at the tail end of it was casually mentioned a 5,000 square foot uh, new weight room facility. And so um, Catholics have uh, been provided with the best of the best. Uh, pick unit at times has had to get it out the mud, and we'll see how that all plays out on Friday night. I can't wait to hear your interview with Coach Fuller. I would recommend if you're a listener, hang around and check that out. Healthy pets, happy people, exceptional medicine, compassionate care. That's our motto at the Animal Health Clinic in Picayune. Located at 500 Kelly Road, we are equipped with the latest veterinary technology and provide a full menu of animal health services, including after-hours emergencies. Dr. Alan Smith invites you to join our clinic family by checking out our website at ahcpicayune.com or calling us at 601-799-1300. Bank with your hometown bank, FNB Picayune Bank. With four branches in Picayune, a branch in Poplarville and Wiggins, and soon to have a branch in the Keel. The name has changed, but the employees continue to be the same friendly faces, offering you the same great service. So do your banking with your hometown bank. It feels good to buy local. Whether you're supporting your community's small businesses, family-owned restaurants, or Farm Bureau Insurance. The local agents at Farm Bureau Insurance are dedicated to always helping you protect what's important. Farm Bureau Insurance is headquartered right here in Mississippi with local agents in your community. If you're shopping for car, home, or life insurance in the Poplarville area, call Kate Amaker at 601-795-4585. Or if you're in the Picayune Carrier area, call Robert Hester, Lane Kazan, or me, Ross Gilbo, at 601-798-2861. And go with the home team, Mississippi Farm Bureau Casualty, Southern Farm Bureau Life Insurance Company, Jackson, Mississippi. We're privileged to have the head coach of the Catholic High School Bears with us uh, on the podcast today, uh, Coach Hudson Fuller. Coach, thanks again for taking time, man, to speak with us. We greatly appreciate it. Yeah, thanks for having me. So, uh, Coach Fuller is in his first year uh, as the head coach of Catholic High School, where he replaces uh, Coach Gabe Fertitta, who is now the offensive analyst at Florida State. 
uh, previously three years at West Feliciana School, uh, won a district title there and one state semi-appearance to his credit. And, and Coach, we understand you're coming back home, really, uh, offensive coordinator at Catholic from 2017 to 2019. And during your tenure, um, the most points ever scored within the, the history of the school, 552 during that span, which is is pretty impressive, and, and three straight tri uh, trips to the championship game. So um, how does it feel to come back home to Catholic? Uh, it's great. You know, I, I was uh, – th this place when I was here before for three years uh, really, I feel like, helped me grow into who I am now in terms of a, a coach and, and – uh, you know, educator, and uh, you know the mission of the school, the administration uh, it is really a unique place. And so, to be able to come back uh, and be surrounded by an incredible staff, uh, have you know, in, in my opinion, the best administration there is. Uh, you know, it's it's a it's an honor to be here, and, and definitely uh, you know, a responsibility that uh, that I see is uh, you know, a great opportunity. And coach, I got to ask you, I, you guys' mascot is the the Bears. Um, yeah. But we see a lot of stuff about cur dogs. I, I know a cur dog and a bear. I'm not super smart, but I know they're not related. So how did that cur dog's nickname get thrown in for the bears? Uh, so a, a long time ago, uh, Dale Weiner, who, who really uh, built the foundation of this program as, as we know it, uh, he had a man named uh, Bob Cade come and speak to uh, the, the team here at Catholic. Um, and he, Bob Cade uh, is, you know, somebody that really that during that time period was going around to different schools, uh, really in the Mississippi, Louisiana, and throughout the South, different areas, talking to their football teams uh, and, and sharing his message. And uh, he, after coming and talking to the Catholic team that one year, uh, he, he came and, and talked to the team at the start of fall camp or maybe before some big games. Uh, and he, he went by Bob Curdog Cade. And it's uh, uh, a lot of the things that he used to speak to the team about every year are, are really uh, staples of our culture. Uh, and and uh, they align with the culture of our school as well. Uh, and, and something that will always be a big part of the Catholic High program. Coach, man, uh, once again, thanks for letting us steal some time on game week. When you get ready to come into a job like this, you're certainly familiar um, with the program, with the facilities, and then it sounds like you're pretty familiar with the young man that's going to be uh, your trigger guy and Daniel Bill. Tell us what you know about your quarterback coach and what you like about Mr. Bill. Yeah, so Daniel, in terms of you know, how long I've known him, uh, I think – known him since he's about in sixth grade. Uh, he had three older brothers that all uh, came through the Catholic High football program. Uh, he, he's the youngest of four boys. So, uh, you know, definitely I've known him and his family for a long time, gotten to see him grow up and mature. Uh, you know, really proud of him and, and really just his work ethic uh, and really the player that he's, he's worked himself into being today. Coach, beside him or is my – uh, color analyst put it on our preview earlier behind him depending on what kind of set y'all will be in will be uh, Barry Remo an explosive tight back good speed Catholic high known as, as kind of running back you over in the Louisiana Baton Rouge area tell us about this running back that you have coach uh, you know Barry uh He's he's exactly what the Catholic High program is about. You know, he's he's a guy that um, uh, is is a great 
person and teammate. You know, he's great on and off the field. Uh, he's a leader. He's a hard worker. He's very goal oriented. Um, you know, and, and and when when the lights come on, uh, you know, he's, he's a tough downhill back. So, I'm, uh, really really lucky to have him, and, and uh, you know, thankful for his leadership as well. Coach, on the times that me and Rick have been able to study y'all so far and some social media posts, some different interviews, it strikes me, not only yourself, but uh, these two two young men that we've already mentioned, the way that they uh, carry themselves uh, with the media opportunities they've been given and the way that you speak, even in this interview so far, about the culture, about the alignment between your culture football-wise and the school's mission. Can you kind of speak a little further on that? Yeah, uh, you know, so really, if there's anything special about the whole equation, it's, it's Catholic High, you know. So uh, it, it, to, for us to be successful as a football program, uh, we've got to be aligned with the mission. And, and the more aligned with that mission we are, uh, typically the more successful we're going to be. And, and really, uh, what that mission comes down to uh, is it starts with gospel values, you know. So that, uh, we say that we define success as a school as our students graduating with the knowledge that God loves them, right? Uh, and, and say, you know, that that's that's the overall purpose that we're trying to fulfill. Uh, it, you know, we believe in what we call friendly discipline, so uh, create an environment of discipline that that is going to uh, help these guys to grow to be disciplined people when they graduate. Uh, an environment of excellence. Uh, uh, everything we do, whether it's uh, math, uh, our, our 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 band, our football team, uh, all uh, all of the all of the programs within the school really have the same expectation, and that's uh, that's to do it the best that it can be done and to give our best effort. Uh, and and all those things uh, to come with uh, what we call personal attention. So, um, uh, you know, we, we've got a big a, a big uh, student body, but uh, we do a great job as a school, all, all the teachers and administration of uh, giving each kid personal attention. So that's you know kind of in a nutshell the the culture we're trying to create here uh, and, and fighting to uphold it as we um, you know, the, come into the kind of a new era with uh, different people in different places. Coach, I'll ask you one more question on offense, and then I'll ask you a couple of things about defense, but. On your offensive line, you've got Irvin Smith and uh, garnering a, a lot of attention already. Your only returning starter coming back on the offensive line, big kid, um, chosen to go to the underclassmen All-American Combine, just a, a really solid kid, strong-looking kid. But coming in as a new coach in your first year, um, how has your offensive line looked uh, coming into this game? And uh, any any more questions you have there? I know that's a, a very important part of any team is that O-line. So, I guess what kind of uh, leadership has, has Irvin Smith brought and, and how do you feel about the guys that are going to be stepping in? Yeah, uh, really excited about our, our group up front. Uh, I think they're a group that, like, as we watch them through the course of the season, they're just going to keep getting better and better and better. So they, you know, they've, they've got the skills and the tools to, to be uh, a great unit. Uh, they've got a great coach, Matt Shelton. Um, and, uh, you know, they, they're – like you said, there's some guys that are stepping into new roles, and, and really that's uh, pretty common at Catholic. You know, that we really kind of reload from year to year at a lot of different positions, uh, but uh, feel great about their ability. You know, Irv is, is a really talented kid and a great leader and, and loves football, and he's really tough uh, and really is very multiple, too. You know, he played left tackle last year, um, 
he, he can play, he's played some center. Uh, you know, he, he can play any of the five positions, um, which, which is great for us. And coach, I'll ask you about uh, on the defensive side, the, the young man that just pops, uh, not just on the film, but just his sheer size alone for a sophomore, uh, gotta probably think that it's pretty tough for a freshman to play anything, uh, at Catholic high school on the, on the varsity level, but your safety, Mr. Blaine Bradford, six, two, uh, just about 200 pounds and plays safety. Um, can you speak to Mr. Bradford and the role that he's going to play on your defense this year? Yeah, uh, you know, the things about Blaine that, that are really easy to see are the things that everybody sees. You know, his, his stature, uh, his athletic ability, uh, you know, but I, I'd say the thing that makes him uh, who he is and, and that is the most elite about him is uh, his character and his leadership skills. Uh for, for a kid his age, uh, you'd be hard for us to find, uh, you know, somebody that, that is as mature as he is, uh, can, can, uh, have, you know, a, a very light conversations, um, and, and, uh, really leads in a, in a servant way, you know, like we, he's a sophomore and, and we have a lot of our sophomores, uh, you know, do things like help clean up the field every day. Uh, and, and he's the guy that's out there, um, doing the most of those types of things, you know, uh, which I think says a lot, you know, so really fortunate to, to have him on our team. Wow. That's, that's, that's impressive coach. Uh, even more than, than we thought before. So coach, I know you, you had a warm up game last week at Jamboree against uh, Madison prep and played a half of football there. And Picayune of course was on the road in Brandon, Mississippi and the Jackson area for their, their opener. And, uh, so you've got some some game film from this year's team. So when you when you look at that game film on your opponent that you're going to be coming into play on Friday night, it, uh, what jumps out to you about this Picayune team? Uh, you know, at, 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 as as we've uh, come to know them and, and you know see uh, how they play and who they are, you know, I've just been nothing but impressed uh, from the beginning. You know, from from. Uh, kind of as you mentioned before about our players and coaches, you know, I, I've just been impressed with the message of uh, Coach Stogner, uh, you know, and what what their um, team culture is, you know, uh, the, the, really the, the development focus that you can see, um, and and the brand of football, you know, I think the first thing that jumps out is physicality uh, and effort. So, um, uh, you know, I'm I'm looking forward to. And I know it's going to be a great football game, uh, and I know it's going to be two programs doing it the right way. Coach, we're looking, we're looking forward to it. I'll ask you one more question. It's a non-football question, but just uh, listening to you during this interview and even following some of your posts and things on social media, uh, you've got a Bible verse that, that you reference uh, on, on most of your posts. Uh, I'll ask you about that Bible verse and why that's been your favorite and kind of what that means to you. That's uh, uh, yeah. Uh, there's a few of them. Uh, is it Proverbs three five through six? Pro- Proverbs three was the one that I, I saw. Yes, sir. Okay. Yeah. Uh, you know Proverbs three five through six. Uh, Trust in the Lord with all of your understanding. Uh, submit to Him in all of your ways, and He will make your path straight. You know, and, and um, uh, whether as a coach or or just in life, you know, I've always uh, done my best to try to focus on. Um, making my path towards God, not my path. Uh, and the more I go in life, uh, you know, the, the, the more I see it, it definitely works out better that way. I just don't always see it, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, um, you know, that, that's something that's 
helped me through some hard times, uh, but also tried to you know keep me keep me humble and focused as well. Coach, we can't thank you again enough for your time, and uh, look forward to shaking your hand before kickoff on Friday night. Travel safe over uh, this way, and keep doing the Lord's work. We appreciate it. Thanks, Coach. All right, thank you, guys.